is the real Greg Kelly show. Our bodies and minds are under attack. It is called transhumanism. We are witnessing the war between good and evil. Wow. Imprisoned by the empire of technology. You continue to update this technology, but why? Further control, further surveillance. Injecting people not into the brain, no substance in the brain. This is directly connected to coronavirus, which is why coronavirus is in the background here. All right, people, welcome back. The Real Greg Kelly Show. I'm your host, Greg Kelly. It is another beautiful year. And it is a blessing to share it with you guys. Um, it is good to be in a place where I can say whatever the fuck I want. That is awesome. To be able to say whatever the fuck I want to say. And there's nothing more intriguing than being able to say what you want. This is America. And we are a free, loving, constitutional leaning. We lean on our constitution, constitutional leaning nation. Happy New Year, everybody. The journey of enlightenment has begun. Thank you guys for tuning in and checking out my latest video. And we all know that Mr. Kelly has been banned from YouTube. YouTube does not like my content and uh, YouTube does not want me to continually expose the truth. So here I am today broadcasting on Phoenix Live. Phoenix Live. It got a ring to it, don't it? Phoenix Live. Phoenix Live. I might be a little too loud and you can back me out a little bit, okay? All right, people. Today, what we're going to do, we're going to talk about the technological takeover in our society. Again, the journey of enlightenment has begun. Welcome back to the Real Greg Kelly Show. I'm your host, Greg Kelly. There's a war being waged. And I don't think it's any secret that this war is being waged. It's a war for every fiber of our being. Every fiber of our being, our magnificent being. It's a war being waged against the unsearchable beauty of God's perfect image. And for my Bible-loving people, we know that the image of God is man. We are his image. We are his most fervent desire, and we are the ultimate revelation of his deep boundless affection. We are. Our adversary from the very beginning of time has sought to be in possession of God's most prized possession, and that is you and me. And right now, in this age, in this time, our enemy is at the precipice of being able to fully possess man as his own and we have to stand up. But we can't stand up and fight if we can't see our enemy. Oh, and trust me, our enemy is invisible because there is a smoke cloud being raised, a smoke cloud of distractions from all of the turbulence being stirred up in our society. And many of us are not able to, you know, see what's really going on. But it's not just a global takeover, it is a human being take over the human man the human genome the human dna strand the human mind is under attack by technology technocrats i would say but as we get into this week's topic of discussion that i will entitle imprisoned by the empire of technology I want you to think about how all of this is going to come about. How does man become possessed by another entity? How will the human spirit come to worship and serve a new master? Who would this master be? 
how we'll begin to answer some of those questions. But for now, welcome back to The Real Greg Kelly Show. Let's start this journey looking into this empire called technology and how we have become subservient to it willfully. Let's take a little ride. Person hasn't heard this before, but this is nothing new. But let's go beyond the rabies. Let's talk about um, people getting a flu shot or getting a you know avian flu inoculation. There is another very insidious disease, if you will, which is really a man-made disease. It's a biological construct um, called MERS coronavirus out of the Middle East. It's the Middle East respiratory syndrome. Um, it's made its way into Europe to a certain extent and eventually because of, you know, air travel it will reach around the world. So MERS, has anybody ever heard of this MERS coronavirus? Has anybody ever heard of MERS coronavirus? If you have, get with me so we can talk about it. If anybody wants to come up Trust me, let me know. I will bring you up and we can have a discussion. But I want to share something with you really quick here about MERS. This is from the cdc.gov coronavirus forward slash MERS. This is about MERS. And as I read, trust me, you are going to hear very striking similarities. And this goes all the way back to 2014. Once again, 2014 about MERS. Middle East Respiratory Syndrome is what the acronym MERS stands for. It's an illness caused by a virus, more specifically a coronavirus called Middle East Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus or MERS.cov. Most MERS patients develop severe respiratory illnesses with symptoms of fever, cough, and shortness of breath. And about three or four out of every 10 patients reported with MERS have died. All cases are linked to the Arabian Peninsula. Health officials first reported the disease in Saudi Arabia in September 2012. Don't confuse it with 2020, America. Don't confuse it with that. This was going on. This spread of coronavirus, this is particularly called MERS. As you will see as I continue to read it, I'm going to share this with you. There are so many striking similarities that cannot be ignored. Through retrospective investigations, they later identified that the first known cases of MERS occur occurred in Jordan in April 2012. So far, all cases of MERS have been linked through the travel to or residence in countries in and near the Arabian Peninsula. The largest known outbreak of MERS outside of the Arabian Peninsula occurred in the Republic of Korea in 2015. The outbreak was, excuse me, was associated with a traveler returning to uh, returning from the Arabian Peninsula. Now listen to this, and this is very striking also. MERS Cove has spread from ill people to others through close contact. Oops, social distancing. Social distancing, such as caring for a living, uh, for the living and, and uh, man, they messed that up, man, so did I. But caring for those in your household that are living with illnesses where they have to be house-ridden. Uh, people that are uh, sick and having others come in and treat, and treat them for various things. Home health, so to speak. Uh, MERS can affect anyone. MERS patients have ranged in age from younger than one to 99 years old. The CDC continues to closely monitor the MERS situation globally. We are working with partners to better understand the risk of this virus, including the source, how it spreads, how to prevent infections. CDC recognizes the potential for the MERS cove to spread further cause more cases globally and in the U.S. We have provided information for travelers and are working with health departments, hospitals, and other partners to prepare for this. Now, doesn't this sound just like the same mainstream narrative that was pushed toward us when COVID-19 uh, was supposedly first introduced to the United States and the world abroad? But just reading this information, an article from the CDC in 2012, it's, it's kind of starting to rub me the wrong way. It doesn't really seem like this is the first outbreak of a coronavirus that was actually transmitted human to human. And if anybody has ever heard about this, let me know what you've heard. 
I'd like to know what you've heard. I've heard the things that I've heard. I've researched the things that I've researched. But I want to look at this here. Symptoms and complications. Most people confirm to have MERS cold infection have severe respiratory illnesses with symptoms of number one, fever. Number two, cough. Number three, shortness of breath. Some people also had diarrhea and nausea, vomiting. Uh, for many people with MERS, more severe complications followed, such as pneumonia and kidney failure. About three or four out of every 10 people reported with MERS have died. Most of the people who died had pre-existing medical conditions that weakened their immune system or an underlying medical condition that hadn't yet been discovered. Medical conditions sometimes weaken people's immune system and make them more likely to get sick or have severe illnesses. And here's a list. Here's a list of pre-existing conditions among people who get MERS. Number one, diabetes, cancers. Number two, three, chronic lung disease, chronic heart disease, chronic kidney disease. I mean, this is a, a replica of the CDC's report for the COVID-19 outbreak back in 2019 on into 2020. And as we can see, it's still here today, America. We're still having this conversation. We're still being gripped by fear of coronavirus. And I'm telling you, that's not the enemy. The image of God is under attack. And that means human beings are under attack. And we need to see just how much of an attack is taking place. We need to know. We need to see just how big I always like to the go. attack is and just where and whom is being attacked. But remind you, I will remind you that what you were looking at is from 2014 and it is about MERS coronavirus. And again, you will hear striking things, things that say to you, how can this be? Just sit back and watch. All the way to the end, what's the purpose? What's the goal? If you have a man-made, a man-made or engineered virus, why was it created? Is it simply just to kill people? Well, that's one part of it. But if you go further and you go deeper than that, it is to get people to demand a vaccine, a shot, if you will, or a pill. So our enemy, for my Bible scholars in the world, our enemy bears the, uh, the label of being the father of lies. He bears the title of being the author of all deceit and darkness. Is it any wonder there's a smoke screen, a cloud shrouding us in darkness, covering up our eyes, covering up our senses, so to speak? There's another passage of scripture that reads like this. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but the spirit of love, the spirit of power and of a sound mind. So when we see fear gripping the hearts of Americans, gripping the hearts of people all over the world, is it safe to conclude that we are under attack by an unseen entity who's manifesting his invisible nature through the human vessels that we see perpetuating this fear-mongering agenda. Afraid to death of an invisible enemy. We can't conclude that the virus exists or not. And that's not to downplay that people have contracted it and died because they had illnesses that were underlying issues. Some have died without that. So we're not saying that it doesn't exist. What I'm saying is you and I as human beings, you and I as Americans, we don't have access to the, the viral labs of study to put upon a microscope a slide that reveals to us a particular type of virus. We don't have that capability. So in essence, if there were no coronavirus and these people with prominent positions in media, in the medical field, particularly the virology field, told it did exist and it didn't, we'd still be scared to death. If you get what I'm saying. We'd still be terrified. We still wouldn't have the answers.
We still would want the answers and we would still be looking for an answer. This is sinister deception. This is deception that supersedes any level of deception we've ever seen before. And I want you to know who's behind it. Let's continue. Why would you want people to demand a vaccine? Well, it's because something's in the vaccine that you want people to then have as a part of their body. Well, what is in the vaccine that you want everybody to have inside their body? It is a DNA manipulator or modifier. I mentioned earlier third strand DNA. There is already, and you can find this on the internet, um, in existence a third strand of DNA constructed of silicon. Again, we go back to the silicon chip in computers. The third strand is made of silicon and is also coated in gold. If you talk about nanotechnology and nano layers, this is extremely thin coating of gold down to a billionth of a millimeter of gold that is coating the silicon from which you are building a third strand of DNA. The image of God is under attack and the only way man can destroy, manipulate or possess the image of God is he has to manipulate the creative gene. That masterful genius created by the one true creator. This is not just a war for our pocketbooks and for our civil liberties, though they're present and they're real and we must stand. But this is transgressing the ultimate barrier, man manipulating God's creation. In 2014, America, with, here's a man speaking of the manipulation of DNA in 2014, specifically related to an injection. Oh, it's going to get real around here. You just wait. It's going to get real around here. I'm talking about tonight. Right now, I'm giving you information. It's going to get real. This information is going to get so real you can touch it. You can feel it because it's right in front of our eyes. It is right in front of our faces. What's taking place in America? We are under attack. Our bodies and minds are under attack. 2014, speaking of an injection that will change the DNA, we've heard it now. 2020. It's taking place. Just keep watching. You're essentially what you're doing is you're creating a third strand of DNA. You are transferring that or imparting it into a person's body through a vaccine that that person's demanding because they're afraid of contracting MERS coronavirus or avian flu or whatever it may be. And so the government, if you will, or the powers that be, when they say, well, we couldn't have forced people to take this vaccine or to take this hidden third strand of DNA, they would rebel against it. But if we create the problem and present the solution, people will demand the solution, thus we achieve our ultimate goal of having this DNA in every person changed. Well, let's go deeper. What's the goal? What's the purpose? Yeah, you go around and change everybody's DNA, what do they become? They become a hybrid. They become a hybrid. Can we now translate this into 2020, now 2021 language America? It is called transhumanism. Okay, so listen, I started out talking about there's a war against God's people, God's image, which is his people, as we know in Genesis. God said, let us create man after our own likeness, after our image, a likeness, characteristically, image, visual appearance. And we know that Satan was envious and uh, uh, he detested God's glory in the face of Christ, who was a man who had all power and dominance. 
We know he fell from heaven. We also know that when he fell from heaven, he gazed upon God's creation and he envied the image and he saw in man that was created from dust. And he then concluded he was a higher being and he deserved it. And he immediately went to war against God's being because his creation, because he knew he was no match for God himself. Just give you a little rundown. And now we see man gaining wisdom and knowledge through these uh, third dimensional connections that they had with satanic beings we call demons. Some call aliens, some call fallen ones, some call watchers. And at this point, there's been an infiltration into the governmental authorities of satanic worshipers, people who desire to gain immortality through uh, tapping into the dark forces and the dark angels that have wisdom. We know Satan was beautiful. He was yet wise. And he shared this information with other beings. You can find it in Genesis 5 when these other beings made it with the sons of the daughters of men and gave birth to a higher knowledgeable race of people called Nephilim. These people believe that they're the descendants of the Nephilim which is why they worship the dark side, which is why they sacrifice children, which is why abortion is rampant in America, because they harvest the energy of God-like beings, manipulate it and use it as their, in their own capacity. Well, now they've reached the pinnacle in their own minds. They've reached the pinnacle that now we can own God's creation. We can be like God. If you go into the book of Isaiah chapter 14, that was Satan's agenda. I will be like the most high is what he said. And for those who don't believe that these entities have been at war since the beginning of time, you're watching it play out in real time right now in our world, in our time, in our day, in our generation. We are witnessing the war between good and evil, light and darkness. They're colliding even in the, in the fight is becoming even more intense and barbaric because now a man wants to control another man by creating foreign agents that change the original makeup of the man. Now, what if I was God's adversary and I wanted to be like God? Would it not be me creating another form of humanity and rule over it so I can say that this man is mine? Just think about that. Remember, Isaiah 14, I want to be like the Most High. I will ascend above the stars of the Lord. I will go higher than God. In other words, I'm going to replicate what God has done and make it my own so I can be worshipped as God. And I know many people will say, well, I don't worship no God. Well, you don't have to worship God or, or, or worship Satan uh, to, to, to be a Satanist or to even be worshiping Satan. You don't even have to bow down the knee and say, hail Lord Satan. That's not how it's done, people. Remember, it's deception. That's the number one tool of our adversary. So don't think you're going to go to the house of Satan or, you know, some type of satanic ritual and just start bowing down and worshiping the devil. That's not what it looks like. It looks like this. We are stricken with fear by our government. They provided a problem and provided a solution. And the solution is, come over here. Let me take care of you. Let me be your leader. Let me be your shepherd. And I'll give you what you need to be saved from the virus. I'm your savior. And it's funny how Barack Obama was getting ready to come into office. We called him a savior, but he was a tyrant. Joe Biden is trying to bring himself, and guess what? Joe Biden's another savior, saving us from orange man bad. See, everybody seems to want to be a savior, but there's only one savior. And I remember the words of Christ when he said, many will come in my name, not the name of Jesus, but they will come in the name of Messiah. They will come in the name of Savior. In other words, they will come with a solution saying that they are the one. They are the way when Christ said he was the way. They would come with another truth, and they would say, hey, it's me. I'm the way. Follow me. This is the truth. And Christ said, no, I'm the truth. And they would say, listen, this is the way we get rid of coronavirus. Let us stick you in the arm. Let us inject you. Let us change your DNA, and you'll be, you know, immune from it. This is the way. And Christ said, no, I'm the way. But yet we're trying to follow another way. There's somebody offering us another way. And they're using fear. And this would be alarming to us because fear is the tactic being used. Just think about it. Just something to think about. Let's continue. If you remove the independent thought and that awareness that you've lost your independence is gone, what then do the powers that be do with these new forms of humans, hybrids? They can control them. 
they can turn them into a surf class. Now that's URF, not surfers, but S-E-R-F, a class of slaves to serve the elite. Class of slaves. What do you do with these hybrid beings, these transhuman, these man-manipulated DNA strands that, in essence, reveal another type of a man, a man that can be manipulated? I, I promise, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm trying to get ahead of myself, and I really don't want to, but this is so exciting to me because we are really living in a time where man believes he can be God. We are really there. I mean, we're living in a day where people believe that they can actually take over your mind and body and call it their own if they can patent your DNA and change the course of how you interact with the cosmos, how you interact with God, how you make decisions, what triggers your mood, what triggers your behavior. It's the redefining of man. This is what enslavement to the empire of technology looks like. I don't want to get ahead of myself. I don't, I don't, but I'm probably going to, so bear with me. Slaves, we're going we're gonna to look at an older young lady, <laughs> older in her mind, younger in her spirit, because she's awake, America, and she sees. And she's going to share with us what she sees. I'm not even going to talk no more. I'm tired of talking. I'm lying, y'all know that. Give me a second. Check this out now. Generally, if, if a few people want to control the many, the question is, how can you, you know, how can you herd all the sheep into the slaughterhouse without them realizing and resisting? So uh, the perfect thing is invisible enemies. So we had the war on terrorism, you know, with invisible terrorists. And then, then now a virus is perfect because it's invisible. You can't prove that it doesn't exist because it's visible, invisible. So invisible enemies are always the preferred one, particularly if they scare people. If you can use fear and introduce significant fear, then people will need government to protect them from the invisible enemy. Then the second tactic, which is very effective, is divide and conquer. And so in the meantime, if you can use the media, the media plays a very important role. If you can turn men and women against each other and black and white against each other, one of the reasons you import a lot of immigrants into uh, into Europe is turn the general population against the immigrants, and then you need government to be in the middle. And you know, so so these are all, whether it's divide and tactic or invisible enemies, these are all ways to institute fear and get people to go along with things. And of course, the invisible virus allows you to do enormous control mechanisms. You can stop people from gathering. You can stop people from organizing. You can stop people from getting together and talking about what's going on, et cetera, et cetera. And if you digitize it with contract tracing, then you can control who's talking to whom. If you can get them to do all their work and education online, you can literally listen to everything they're saying. So you can, you can institute extraordinary amounts of surveillance all in the you know, the theory that we're protecting you from the invisible virus. It's very clever, you know, and as you can see, it's working in with many people, not everybody, but many people. So to me, a lot, and, and I don't, I don't want to uh, underestimate the ability of the leadership to introduce pathogens that will kill people, and I don't want to suggest that people aren't getting sick, but um, essentially what you're trying to do is you're trying to get people to buy into a solution before they see where it's ultimately going to go. Before they see where it's ultimately going to go. Now, isn't it interesting? This young woman is a financier. She is a financial guru. She's one of the top financial advisors in America. And she sees, as she watches the money, she also sees this debaucherous backdoor being used as an entry point, not only into your pockets, America. Oh no, it's not just about your money. So not just in the name of surveilling you, America, not just to get in your house and see and hear what you're doing, America. Oh, they wanna go a little step further. They wanna get into your body. 
I can't wait until you see who started this initiative. This will blow you away. Did it right under our noses, right under our noses, on our watch. The attack on God's created order. I mean, do you know what that means? I mean, is it resonating in the mind and in the heart of anybody that's paying attention? I do know nobody's watching right now, but that's cool. <laughs> I do know that. But the point is, if you can hear my voice, do you understand how evil this is? This is worse than Frankenstein. Okay, maybe you're not getting this. But this is worse than Frankenstein. This is worse than all the horror movies ever created, put together. But just wait and see. Just wait. You will see and understand that our adversary is anti-human. Because to hate God means you have to hate the thing God loves the most. Just remember that as you watch. So if you look at what's going on, we have the tech people building the, the clouds and the telecommunications. We have the military doing space and operation warp speed. So they're putting up the satellites, okay? Then we have Big Pharma, which is making the injections that are full of these mystery ingredients and change, modify your DNA. And, for all we know, make you infertile. Um, and then we have the media pouring out the propaganda. And then we have the central bankers engineering the to, to the crypto, the central bank crypto systems. So you have these different pillars, and it's very important when you look at what's going on day to day, particularly in the media, they're trying to keep them separate so that you can't see how they're gonna come together in an integrated system, which is basically integrated into your body and your mind. For what purpose? To, to institute the slavery system. So in other words, if I am going to do everything through a smart grid and I need to run the smart grid into your neighborhood and then I need to run the smart grid into your body, the question is how am I gonna build it out in your neighborhood and build it out in your body without you seeing the trap? Right? So. So that's why you try and keep these different lines separate. So if you listen to the central bankers, they try as hard as they can to stay away from these conversations. So it was interesting. I was watching an IMF presentation on cross-border payments and the Federal Reserve chairman, uh, the, the head of the IMF mentioned the digital uh, global ID system. And you would have the federal chairman the Federal Reserve Chairman almost blanched and you could energetically feel him moving like a galaxy away. Like, no, 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 no. Because, you know, they're, they're more, they're 325 million Americans and they're more than 325 million guns. And he doesn't want everybody to see this until the trap is thrown. It's too late. Wow. Imprisoned by the empire of technology. Look, let's take it back to March 2020. In the heat of the very first lockdown and all of us nice Americans were complying. I can't tell you what you saw in your neighborhood, but let me tell you what I saw in my city and in my neighborhood. The installation of 5G towers. I mean, why are we installing 5G towers in the midst of a global health crisis what does 5g have to do see what happened was we were told to stay in your homes but what we weren't being told was that we're gonna install these tracking systems 5g millowave technology that operates on the exact same brainwave frequency of the human man or the human woman uh, it's just great high-speed internet. Makes your phone run faster. Get the latest Apple phone, too. Works perfect together. Why Apple? You know, why the new Samsung Galaxies? 
it's almost like you continue to update this technology, but why? Further control, further surveillance. You see our enemies building a prison, an invisible one at that. A place where he can hold his subjects captive and manipulate. I, I listen, I want to get into the manipulation part. I'm really ahead of myself, but I'm getting there to where you can be manipulated through a handheld device. America, we are at war for the human mind and body, literally. Not just a physical prison, but a smart grid, a prison that encapsulate human beings in invisible barriers. Invisible barriers. But you can be manipulated by pulses of light. I know, I know, I know this is over the top absurd. But stick with me. Just stick with me. Please, just stick with me. I want you to see something. Given the insanity that we are seeing in the general public these days about the willingness to throw away their rights, whether it be the right to bear arms, the right of free speech, the right to assembly, or the freedom to due process, it makes one wonder what the hell is going on. How did people get like this? How are people seemingly arguing against their self-interest and feeling no compunction about it? I'm going to take you on a tour of what is really happening behind the curtains in the world, all of which are being portrayed as necessary actions for the greater good of humanity. In 2013, former President Barack Obama was announcing his administration's brain, brain research through advancing innovative neurotechnologies. The study, describing a way to manipulate a lab animal's brain circuitry accurately enough to turn behaviors both on and off. The point of the remote control mouse is not to create an army of robo-rodents, but to perfect a technique that will control the behavior by activating and deactivating neurons. The technique used to control neurons is called DREADS, designer receptors exclusively activated by designer drugs. Because the receptor does not respond to other molecules, including natural ones in the brain, the only way to activate the neurons is via the human-made ones. DREADS allow scientists to manipulate neurons without implanting anything in the brain. Okay, y'all th still think I'm crazy? Come on, give me something. Y'all think I'm the crazy one. I mean, listen to this guy. This guy's out here talking about <laughs> being controlled by pulses of light. Oh my God, this guy's from some weird sci-fi channel. He saw that on the sci-fi channel the other night. He's, he's blowing hot air up our asses. Can't believe this guy, he's a conspiracy theorist. Really? Dreads? I dare anybody to do any research on it right now while we're here. Anybody. One person. Human designed methods of manipulating the human mind. Controlling, I mean, injecting people not into the brain, no substance in the brain. I'm, I promise you this is directly connected to coronavirus, which is why coronavirus is in the background here. Because inside of that syringe is something that is going to uniquely connect you to a grid of energy outside of you. And it's going to manipulate you mentally and emotionally and spiritually. Because that is the only way our adversary can gain absolute control of us. He has to penetrate and infiltrate the being of the man himself into the body itself, into the, the makeup of the thing that creates him or, or makes him soul. The thing that makes him soul. The thing that makes him intimate. The thing that makes him communicable with God. These people are trying to infiltrate the system of communication. Oh my God, man. This is satanic. This is what our God warned us about. When he said, come out from among the world. Why? Why the world? Why the world's ways? Why the world's things? And be separated from them and be transformed. Why would he tell you to be transformed? Because he knew that his adversary would also be attempting to transform you into another likeness and into another image. 
I mean, hey, maybe I am crazy. I don't know. I don't think so. Matter of fact, I know not. Let's just continue. Let's keep watching. Look at this. Current optogenetic experiments rely on extracting opsins, light-sensitive proteins, from plants which can be introduced to mammals by methods including injection and infection via adenovirus. What they do is they genetically engineer a receptor that can get into a person through a viral vector, and what that means is through an injection of the vaccine or through the contraction of an adenovirus which has been modified. You might think, Oh well, I just won't get injected, and I won't go anywhere where I can get this adenovirus. Adenovirus. There's 52 of them. And they range from the common cold, fever, sore throat, pink eye, they're prevalent. So that's creepy, because if you look at what it says, dreads allow scientists to manipulate neurons without implanting anything in the brain. It indeed makes one wonder, given what we see today in the general public. You do need to take the designer drug, though, to make this effective. Once delivered into an organism, opsins can be expressed in eye, brain, or skin cells, allowing their light sensitivity to be remotely activated or silenced with timed pulses of light in different color wavelengths across the light spectrum that can target multiple bodily systems and cause a variety of biological effects. If targeted precisely enough with the appropriate light, it's thought that optogenetics could be used by manipulating neural circuits involved with pain, fear, reward, wakefulness, and social behaviors. Okay. When God wanted to penetrate man's physical being, he did so by way of impartation. And remember, we're dealing with one who wants to mimic God, right? One who wants to be like God. Not God, but wants to be like God or give the very appearance of being a God. See, that's what sets the part. That's what makes it different. Because, see, if, you, if you're an imposter, you have to look just like the real McCoy, the real thing. And so here it is. We're talking about technology. Remember, we're at war with a technocratic society or the development of a technocratic society with technocrats at the head, technocrats trying to imitate God, make decisions as though they are God. I mean, this shit is unbelievable, but it's unbelievably true that they want to get inside of you by way of what? Impartation to do what? Manipulate the DNA strand to do what? To redesign the man to do what? To gain control of the man to do what? To control the world. Is it getting a little clear to you? But hey, wait a minute. Don't shoot the messenger. Put your guns down, America. I know y'all strapped and loaded, but I need you to know that I'm not the enemy. I'm your friend. Remember me's real Greg Kelly. Don't tell me they already got control of your mind. Don't y'all tell me that. We supposed to be brothers in this fight. Don't you look at me like that. I'm going to keep going. I ain't got but a little bit ways to go. But I want you to see and know for yourself. Hey, don't get me. Get the technocrat. Hey, we can line Mark Zuckerberg on them up. Oh, Mark Zuckerberg. We can line him up out there. We can light him up. Just stay with me. Don't forget that old Barack Obama. Don't y'all let him off the hook because he funded this. Hold on now. I'm going to back up. But you just wait. You watch and see this here. There's this enormous mystery uh, waiting to be unlocked. And the Brain Initiative will change that by giving scientists the tools they need to get a dynamic picture of the brain in action and better understand how we think and how we learn and how we remember. And that's part of what this Brain Initiative is about. If scientists can turn on or off specific targeted groups of neurons at will, they place themselves in between the natural human experience and basically their keyboard. They place themselves between you and your natural human reactions to things. So, optogenetics looks like the way to go. But how do you get people to put wires in their heads? Well, you can't. But it turns out now you don't have to. Here we have the new development in optogenetics. Luminopsins, luminescent opsins, or LMOs, were developed to achieve combined chemo and optogenetic manipulation. 
Luminopsins allow manipulation of neuronal activity over a range of spatial and temporal scale in the same experimental animal. What they are saying here is not only can they turn on specific reactions, but they can also turn off those same reactions. A problem they were having with the other methods is they could only do one. They could either stimulate the receptor or suppress the receptor. With the combined chemo-optogenetic manipulation, they can do both. They're using luminopsins, so they don't need the wiring anymore. Basically, science can use these luminopsins to interfere with a person's free will. The other function of optogenetics is just a simple observation. They might want to know how you feel about seeing a particular image, how that image changes the next thing you do. Basically, the scientists can understand what exactly is going on in our bodies and our minds. But to do that, it can't be invasive. Cannot be invasive. I want to make one point here about, you know, this premise that I am trying to establish in the hearts and minds of everybody listening here. We're going to go back to scripture because I set the stage with the word of God. So here's another one. Here's another passage of scripture. Judge not, lest you be judged. We know that, correct? But then the Lord revealed the reason why he is judged by saying, I am the right judge because I judge a man's thoughts and his intentions. In other words, God knows the inner workings of our beings, our souls, our minds, our affections, our emotions. He seems to know and understand what makes us tick because, because he designed us. Oh, but here comes the guy that wants to be like God. And what does he do? Creating a system that will give him access into what? The mind of man. So he will know man intimately like the father knows man intimately. So that he can judge man rightfully because God can judge man rightfully. But here's the sinister uh, 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 issue with the acquisition of man's thoughts, power, and his emotions, the seat of his affections. It's because our adversary seeks to manipulate him and change him and carry out activities via a means of electronic pulsation stimulation. A stimulation of receptors turning on and turning off certain emotions simultaneously, individually, for the purpose of gaining control of God's most prized possession. We are at war with the empire of technology. They want to know everything about us. It wasn't enough to be able to read us from the outside with cameras or sensor technology. Bill Gates and Dr. Bouchy and who knows how many Silicon Valley companies have been funding this type of research under the inspiration and under the privilege of Barack Obama. I, I know, uh oh, for all my black brothers and sisters, don't get mad. I know Barack was the savior, best president ever. Okay. I know, none like Obama. I will show y'all something, but I ain't gonna do that to you today. I don't wanna scar y'all eyes, but I want y'all to stay in line with me now, cause it's about to get realer than it's real already. You're gonna see that this is absolutely a war for you, your children. Their minds, their, can you imagine people sitting behind a keyboard, turning off things and I mean just, they got the cell phone and they're controlling the ads and the lights that are in the ads. It's almost like, you know, how a person can suffer from epilepsy and certain light patterns and flash patterns can strike it. This is the exact same technology, America. I mean, they can be triggered by sound. This is old school MK Ultra mind control. Please do homework. This is old school MK Ultra mind control techniques where they would have men and women under the spell where they had tortured and they had somehow programmed them to respond to certain signs. They would assign them to a handler. If you've never heard of the book called The Transformation of America, please go and just get a PDF of it. I think it's free uh, uh, on their website. If you haven't read the book, please read the book. I don't know if there's a movie about it out yet, but um, what is it, Kathy, Kathy O'Brien. 
who was deprogrammed and revealed all the secrets and they stuck her daughter in an insane asylum in, in Tennessee because she was also used as a presidential model. I don't want to get into the gruesome details of that job description, but I promise you it is not something to be proud of, something very degrading and something very painful. The God of this world is Satan, the prince of the power of the air, the prince and the powers that are in the air. Are you hearing what God described his weaponry as? Airwaves, technology, microwave, millowave. This is Satan's domain. His empire is in the air, not in the, in the clouds of the sky, but through antenna-based technology receiving and broadcasting waves to manipulate what waves the brain wave is the ultimate it is the pentacle of satanic rule and we just give it to him we just give it to him we have all of these free applications and we think that the applications are what you know is being consumed but it's not it's you and i our data who we are We're the product. We're being bought and sold our information. Our adversary is in the air, America. It's invisible. It's a hidden empire over the way it manifests itself. Makes it realer than the things that we can put our hands on physically to touch because we are the ones being used to touch and to hold the things that this invisible empire creates in the form of technology. I'm going to conclude with this clip, America, and I pray that we learn from this video and we put technology behind God. Because it is first in many of our lives. We can't wait to get up in the morning and turn on Facebook. We can't wait to touch Twitter. We can't wait to get the hottest news. We just can't wait to be stimulated by the media. It's by the mark. We are soon to be bearers of the mark. If we do not rise up and take a stand, America, we will be under the guise. I mean, under the control, under the grip, wrapped in the arms of the one who hates our father. And it'll be under the guise of something that's very necessary for my people to maintain peace in America. Something that's absolutely necessary to keep the people of America safe from coronavirus. This is absolutely necessary because we don't want people to fall off the face of the earth. We're going to hold them here because the earth is flat. And if they fall off, they're going to be drifting off into space. So we have to make sure we can control where they go, how far they go, and how long they can go. We don't want anybody to get hurt. Oh, wait a minute, there's animals in the woods and there's diseases, so we just can't let you go outside today. They're taking over the neighborhoods. You have to stay here in the house and be safe. All the while they're listening to your information, your conversations, and they're creating you know, personal profiles and placing you uh, in these categories based upon your political affiliations, your sexual orientation, uh, how much money you make, your class, uh, education, and they'll create different sub camps different subcategories to put people in different types of camps. That's what I meant to say. When the draconian rulership comes in like a storm. But when the enemy comes in like a storm, the spirit of God lifts up a standard against it. It rises up against it. And I'm telling you, America, that spirit is within us and it, we have to let God rise up in us and take a stand against this tyranny. We have to. Everything we love depends on it. Our future depends on it, and the future of everybody we love depends on it. We can't be pushed into a corner and defeated and brought to submission and forced to be inoculated and forced to take on an injection that will change who we are as a society, as a, as a species. And I know there are going to be millions who lay down and take it. I know there are going to be millions who get upset with me and you for denying it. They're going to say we're interrupting the progress 
of the state. The utopia that we've all wanted is on its way. And you guys, you Trump supporters, you anti-vaxxers, you pro-lifers, you Christians. Note that I said Christians. Are in the way. And we'll be like those that Hitler rounded up and put in the death camps. If we don't rise up and fight, if we don't take a stand now, we will be hauled off just like many Jews and many Hungarians and Frenchmen and, and Spaniards were hauled off into concentration camps. Profiled, beat to death, starved to death, executed, burned, gassed, shot at the stake. That'll be us if we don't take a stand. We're 80 plus million strong. We have to take a stand. I won't worship a, tech, a technocratic uh, a government. I won't worship a man that's a technocrat. I worship the true and living God. Christ is Lord. And I will not take a knee and bow and serve it to, to another. Give me freedom. That's my freedom or I'm willing to die. And I know I have brothers and sisters that are ready to go meet Christ also. I'm willing to die. I'll lay my life down because if I don't take my, if I don't lay my life down, they still gonna take it from me. Or at least try. <laughs> there are guns in America. We will fight. And people need to know that. Okay, I digressed a little bit. I'm sorry. I did. Will we be slaves or will we serve the one true master? Take a look at this. Microsoft Band. It'll record all the stuff going on in your body. Same with Google Fit or Apple Watch. This Muse head brain sensing headband is even scarier. There's also 23andMe, which collects your genetic data. Imagine if they had a combination of all these things. All of this is attached to your smartphone. So it's not so much the device, it's the smartphone monitoring that's the dangerous part. Because who's getting that data? And what are they doing with it? Look at what it says here. This is from 2016. Towards a psychophysics of interoceptive processes, the measurement of heartbeat detection. Over the past 50 years, research on interoception has grown exponentially from 17 citations of Interocept in 1965 to 8,440 in 2015, Web of Science. The early Russian work was summarized in Rosrin's landmark article on the subject and demonstrated inter alia that interception participated fully in the intersensory processes of Pavlovian conditioning. They want to know all of our interoceptive data because it plays directly into Pavlovian conditioning. You can change anybody's behavior if you know how to manipulate those feelings inside them when they are experiencing something. You do that over and over and over, and you actually change their whole physiological responses to it. Have you ever wondered if we are going towards that future? A world that is entirely sending feedback regularly to some processor somewhere? Is there a prison around us of electronic biofeedback and manipulation? Let's say there will be a flu virus, all the common adenoviruses, and they had this modified dread receptor in there. We would never know. And it would be in there, in our body, just waiting to be activated by the designer drug or by light activation. Maybe it sounds paranoid, or maybe not. You've been served with the opportunity to decide what to believe. You've been served. I haven't listened. I said I was going to end it. I can't. I've got to give you one more piece of information before I come to a close. I know it's been an hour. That's about how long I want to go here. But um, like this is unbelievable. This is unbelievable, but this is what we are up against. And I want everybody to be clear that this is what we are up against in 2021. Damn with a new year. Ain't nothing new about this damn year. This city is just getting even more wicked than last year. So, hey, please. Hey, I thank everybody for giving me a happy new year, you know, blessing and wish. God bless you. But let's just be real. Like, hey, this is not festive, okay? There is nothing festive about this day, this year coming. The only thing that's going to be festive is if Donald Trump get four more years in the White House and we get to whoop some ass out there in them streets with them people trying to ride and burn down our communities again, that will not happen, Antifa. 
That will not happen, BLM. You've already had your day. The next time we meet in the street, it ain't going the same way. Okay? If you thought Christians were soft, you're going to learn today. If you thought patriots were soft, oh man, you were sadly mistaken. But you're going to learn one day soon. All right, I'm communicating threats on that. I probably shouldn't do that. But that's a promise. All right, I got one more thing for you. I just want to put this out here because, again, I want you to see what we are indulging in. If you are a lover of social media, good. Get on the right side of social media. Sign up for Phoenix Social Network, baby. Where we can say what the fuck we want. Whenever the fuck we want. Damn it. I'm sorry for my Christian brothers. Listen, I get hyped. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm getting better. I'm telling you now that I am just fed up to the brim with this nonsense. I mean, shout out to my man, Free for Federals Grow. I mean, he posted out there. He was like, listen, man, I got to take a break from the politics. It's killing me, okay? Maybe a couple of days, you know, I'm digressing, and, brother, it's affecting me. I feel your pain, brother. I do. All right, this last clip, I want you to see this, and I'm going to sign off the Real Great Kelly Show. I'll be right back after this short clip to bring a conclusion to tonight's broadcast. The recent technological advancements are wild things that have given us a lot of opportunities to learn and connect. At least that's what we've been told. Or has it? A close introspection will clearly reveal that the only purpose that the technological revolution has served is disrupting the minds of the masses turning them into a flock of sheep that are easy to mislead, cheat, and rule. George Orwell, in his 1949 book, 1984, presented a vivid dystopian imagery of a future totalitarian state of Oceania. In that book, the ruling English Socialist Party created a new and harshly controlled language of newspeak to meet their ideological requirements in Oceania. This language involved simplified grammar, and restricted vocabulary to eliminate subversive concepts such as personal identity, self-expression, and free will. This may seem like a hyper-exaggerated situation, but this dystopia has become real now more than ever. It is real now more than ever, and I lied. I said I had one more. I can't part ways. I've got one more for you. Um, I mean, just soak this up, people. Okay, just soak it up. Take it, take it in. Share it with your family. Like, subscribe, share this video. Uh, I need to get to DC. Y'all know I'm broke. You know I lost my job. I am picking up furniture these days. My back sore. Ugh. And every damn thing. Anybody can hire a masseuse and send them my way. I am more than happy to pay you back sometime when I got money to pay you back. So you're just doing brothers a favor these days. <laughs> Listen, I, I do. I appreciate everybody that's ever made a donation here. I appreciate it. I love you. I can tell you love me. And shout out to my uh, my AV crew, uh, Nacho and Viking and Gator and Bear, Gary Lamb. I mean, Hood Conservative, uh, Trade and MBD. I mean, if I forgot anybody, discharge it to my heart. I mean, my head, not my heart. I love all of y'all. Like, how about my man, Angry Hillbilly Patriot? Brother, you smoke, brother. You are awesome. And I appreciate it. Warrior Martinez, Warrior Z, girl, you rock. I appreciate you. Uh, everybody, hey, listen, Richie Poe, brother, I'm going to connect with you real soon, man. I appreciate you. Everybody that showed my brother Rich, too rich to miss love. Hey, listen, love y'all. We hope to, you know, be connecting with y'all soon. I got one more clip for you. I know it sounded like I was about to get off. I fooled y'all. Um, I'm not, I got one more clip. I love y'all. Just bear with me. I know this is, this is paralyzing stuff. I know it is. It's paralyzing stuff. And if you can't walk, it ain't my fault. Don't send me no type of insurance claim because I ain't got a damn dollar. Here we go right here. This new restricted language is of the internet, social media, and mainstream news. And the ones in control are the big tech and billionaires belonging to the top 1% of the population with more accumulated resources than 90% of people. This techno-savvy world of online interactions and digital ecosystems, which was introduced as a promise for a better life, is now being shoved down your throat by big tech.
to extract as much information about you as possible. But the question arises, how? How can you be persuaded by something non-physical? How can someone take away your free will? Actually, what happens is far beyond just the physical aspects. It is psychological suggestion. Andrew Lewis, known as Blue Beetle on Metafiler, once posted, If you are not paying for it, you're not the customer. You're the product being sold. This grabbed the attention of the internet worldwide and effectively surmises every free product of technology. The seemingly free apps and social media that you use on the internet are not at all free. The reason you don't pay for it is because you're not the consumers. Rather, you're the product being offered. In their confrontations with Congress, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg and Google CEO Sundar Pichai clearly stated that their revenue-making strategy is through running advertisements. They're actually selling your personalized attention to anyone who wants it and is ready to pay for it. Okay. Y'all keep messing with Mark Zuckerberg over there on Facebook. Keep on. You never know who he gonna sell your information to. You never know. You have no idea what Zuckerberg got in store for you. I call him old Zuckerberg. Because he's a sucker. He's trying to suck us dry. America, I love you. This is the Real Greg Kelly Show. Thank you so much for tuning in, if you did. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Y'all know what happened over there on YouTube. I love y'all. If you even if you didn't tune in, tune in later on and watch this video, man. I love y'all. I hope to see y'all in DC. I love y'all for real. I really do. And again, I know you guys love me. This is the Real Greg Kelly Show. I'm signing off. And may God bless these United States of America. Because all we have of each other is each other. And we are Americans. I'm signing off. I'll see you next time.